here are the seven things that the lamb deserves power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. Welcome to In Grace with Jim Scudder Jr. He is the senior pastor of Quentin Road Baptist Church in Lake Zurich, Illinois, and the president of Dayspring Bible College in Mundelein, Illinois. Hi, welcome to In Grace and welcome to Leap Day. It is the 29th of February. I used to feel sorry for those that had their birthday on February 29th. By the way, if you do call us and I'm going to give you a free Armageddon's Dawn video series and audio series uh, just because you were born on February 29th. And then I realized that you're only a quarter of the age that you would have been because you only have to celebrate your birthday every, is it four years? Now they all tell me they celebrate it the day early or day late. That's fine. But still, I kind of am jealous of you. But if you were born on February 29th, then contact us and I'm going to take you by your word and, and we'll send you the Armageddon's Dawn video and audio series for free. But the rest of you, if you'd like to get the Armageddon's Dawn materials as we're studying the end times, the seven things the lamb deserves, or we're starting in and we're starting in Revelation 5 today, uh, verse 9. They're singing a new song, Thou Art Worthy, to take the book, Singing to the Lamb. How important is it that we know what's coming, that we know what the Bible has to say about the end? This is the culmination of all things. This is a final put down of rebellion and sin and setting up righteousness and resetting the world back to the way it should have been. And for sure, it's overdue, but the Lord is gracious, isn't he? And he's letting more and more people hear the gospel and come to him in faith and uh, to be saved by uh, faith through Jesus, the Lamb of God. So we're going to talk about all this and more. Again, if you'd like to get the Armageddon's Dawn prophecy chart, this is free. Contact us, 1-800-78-GRACE, 1-800-78-GRACE, or go to ingraceradio.com, and there you can print it out, or you can save it right to your smart device, your computer, your tablet, or you can uh, ask us to mail you a copy when you go online, ingraceradio.com. Back to Revelation chapter 5. These prayers are a sweet fragrance to God. Verse 9. And they sung a new song saying, Thou art worthy. Oh, I love this music. I love this song. You know what the song of heaven is going to be about? It's about creation and about redemption. Thou art worthy to take the book and to open the seals thereof, for thou wast slain. You know, denominations have taken the blood, the death of Jesus, the crucifixion of Christ out of the hymn books. Like that is, why would we do that? Those new songs that churches sing today probably won't make it into the hymnal of heaven because the hymnal of heaven talks about the blood and the cross, and the lamb that was slain and hast redeemed us. And if you want to argue with me, I'm just going to go and read this verse again, okay? So don't argue with me because I'm just telling you what the Bible says. This is the music of heaven. He's worthy to take the book, to open the seals. Why? Because he was slain and has redeemed us to God by the blood out of every kindred and tongue and people and nation. I'm going to come back to those four things. Very important in a minute. But let me ask you this question. 
And this is going to impact you today. And I love to talk about something that is going to impact us today. We're reading Revelation. This is a future thing. But where is Jesus today? Where is he right now? Well, we find in Scripture that he's ascended into heaven. Is Jesus a baby in Bethlehem today? He's not. Is Jesus on the cross in Jerusalem or in the tomb in Jerusalem today? No, he is not. He rose again and he ascended. Where is Jesus today? He's at the right hand of the Father who is on the throne. He is in the midst of this throne room scene. And that also tells us that he is, he won. He has conquered the enemy and he is victorious and he's never going to die. He's always going to be alive. Why does that affect me today? Because no matter how bad it is in your life, no matter what the trial that you've gone through, Jesus has suffered worse than you and he's in charge today. He's in charge today. He's in control today. What seems to be chaotic, he has a plan. And often those trials of your life, God can take and he can make it to where it's better for the trial to have happened for you in the long run. This is hard to understand, and it takes a lot of faith as Christians just to say, look, he's on the throne. He's at the right hand of the Father. Why is it important that he's at the right hand? The right hand was a symbol of authority, of strength, right? If you're going to do something, if you're right-handed, you're going to do it with your right hand. It was a symbol of blessing. When they blessed people, they would bless with the right hand. So we have Jesus at the right hand of the Father. He is in authority. He is in a position of blessing because he is there. No matter how bad it seems in your life, it's going to be okay. Just trust in him. Let him work it out. I'm not saying you just take your hands off the wheel, but I'm saying when you've done everything you can, let him take it from there. And I'm telling you, when you do that, you, you have a peace that passes understanding. And people watch you, and they see that. And they, they, they will come to you, and they will say, what is the difference in your life? And you'll be able to share with them the one who has brought that peace to your life because he is in heaven. He is on the throne. He's at the right hand of the Father right now. And here in this scene, we find everything is around Jesus. He is at the center of creation. He is at the center of the, the world, the, the people of the world. All creation centers in him. And he is worthy. He is worthy. So let us bring our prayers to him. Let our prayers, as it says in Psalm 141, verse 2, be set forth before thee as incense. And may we pray to the Lord and tell him his worth in our life to ask, petition for others, petition for ourselves in prayer. Then they sang a new song. I love that song in heaven. It's a gospel song about the blood, about the lamb. And it's also a missionary song. You remember how there at the end of 
our last verse that we read, verse 9, it talked about by thy blood out of every kindred and tongue and people and nation. Let's talk about that for a second. Kindred refers to ancestry. We all have a common ancestor. Isn't that incredible? And then it says tongue. We actually all have a common tongue. You say, well, not really. Well, we don't now, but we did when we were created. We had a common tongue. And I believe in heaven, we'll have a common tongue. What will that language be? I don't know. It's probably Hebrew. I don't know. I'd love to be able to speak Hebrew fluently. So we have this, this gospel, this song that applies to every ancestry, every kindred, every tongue, every language. And it says, and people, that's race. And I don't mean race as in the idea that there's different races because we know there's one race, but there's different people groups. But we all are from the same race, aren't we? And then it says every nation, nation is government. So we have all these different ancestries. We have all these different languages. We have all these different people groups. We have all these different governments. But in heaven, it will all be unified and we'll all be singing with one voice. Why is it a missionary song? Because this lamb was slain for all people. See, the Bible tells us that God loves the world. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. When we were in Shechem in Israel on our filming trip, when we filmed our shows about the conquest of Joshua, we went up to Mount Ebal, which is just on the mountain of Gerizim, looking down onto Shechem, or what they say today as Nobilis. And that's where Jesus sat with a woman who was a Samaritan, a woman that was not living morally right. She had had many husbands. The one that she was living with at the time was not her husband. So we, we know for sure that she was a sinner like me and like you, but Jesus still took time. He went that route just to talk to her. And at that well, that's called Jacob's well, there she was drawing up water and he asks her for a drink, which was not ever done by a Jewish person. He's showing compassion on her. He's talking to her. And in that conversation, in John chapter four, verse 13, Jesus answered and said unto her, whosoever drinketh of this water, this is physical H2O from that well there in Shechem, shall thirst again. But whosoever, there it is again, drinketh of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst, but the water I shall give him shall be in him a well of water springing up into everlasting life. Do you remember Jesus is in heaven right now forever and ever and ever? He's one. Anyone that drinks of him spiritually, you receive him, you believe in him, you trust in him for your eternal life. You have eternal life and you won't have to worry about that ever again. And that water that's living is available to anybody, anybody who drinks of that water. This is a song 
that is a missionary song. Anywhere in the world you go, and we've had many opportunities on our travels to talk to many people. It's incredible. When you get out of your little bubble and you start to get around all the people that God brings into your path and how open they all seem to be. Don't ever be like so worried. Oh, I can never share my faith. I can never share the gospel. You know what's really fun is when you just start talking to people and being friendly, how easily it opens up to spiritual things. And how the next thing you know, if you're open to it, you're not... You're still scared, but you're at least open to it, Lord. I know this is what you want me to do. We know that you died for everyone. We know this living water is available to everyone. So just use me. If you just have that prayer and you're still nervous and you're still scared, and you just have that prayer and you start talking to people a little bit, it's incredible what happens after that. Suddenly, the next thing you know, you're, I mean, it's just like this incredible open door and you're able to share the gospel. Don't ever be afraid to tell someone who is dying and on their way to hell that they can be saved from that and be saved and redeemed by the Lord. You say, what if they make fun of you? Well, they did worse to Jesus, right? So that's not a big deal, even if they do, and usually they don't. If you want to learn more about the Bible's end-time prophecies, In Grace and Pastor Jim Scudder have great resources that will help you. First, we have a large prophecy chart that we will send you absolutely free. And when you give a gift of any amount, you'll also receive our eight-part video series, Armageddon's Dawn, filmed in Israel. This series will give you a visual experience that will transport you to the very places mentioned in Revelation. We also would like to send you Pastor Jim's entire 43-sermon audio series, Armageddon's Dawn, on CD or MP3 for gifts of $30. Don't miss out on this opportunity to enrich your understanding of biblical prophecy. Contact In Grace today at 800-78-GRACE. That's 800-78-GRACE. Visit our website at ingraceradio.com or write to In Grace at P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. Get your free prophecy chart and unlock the secrets of the end times today. Wherever God has you today, be faithful and give your whole heart to that. Serve the Lord in wherever you're at. And that's going to make a difference in eternity. Why? Because Jesus is at the right hand of Almighty God. He's there now. He's in charge. He's ruling and he's reigning. And we will be kings and priests with him. Verse 11, and I behold and heard the voice of many angels round about the throne and beasts and elders, and the number of them was 10,000 times 10,000. That's 100 million and thousands upon thousands of angels. Now the scene really opened up, didn't it? We have the throne, we have the four beasts, we have the 24 elders. Now we have the angels, the choirs of heaven, and perhaps that will be the most incredible thing you've ever heard. And they said... With a loud voice, worthy is the lamb that was slain to receive. And here are the seven things that the lamb deserves. He deserves every one of these power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. Those seven creatures that we saw in Alaska were incredible. 
But these seven things Jesus deserves because he created those creatures and thousands of others. But the greatest work that Jesus did was dying for our sins on a cross because he became sin for us. He took the nail scars upon his hands and he has those scars today. There was a a woman who was dying in a hospital. She had grown up Roman Catholic. She had been baptized Roman Catholic. And so as she was dying, she was in agony. And her agony wasn't just physical. Her agony was also spiritual because she knew that she was a sinner. She knew that she had done bad things, as all of us have. We've all lied. We've all hated sometimes. We've all not done the things we should have done. If you think you're a pretty good person, what you really need to do is start examining yourself and and let God show you what we really are. We are nothing but vile sinners. And this lady knew that, and she was in agony, and she was in despair. And there was a sweet-faced nun that came by, and she explained that she needed to see a priest before she died. So the nun went off to find the priest. Before the priest could get to her, another lady came by that knew Jesus Christ, had accepted the free gift, and that lady started to explain to this poor dying lady that there is a savior, that there is one who created us. There is one who died for us on a cross. He was nailed to the cross. He still has those scars. His blood was poured out. And she heard for the first time in her life, this glorious message of salvation, of trusting, of putting our faith in Jesus as our, our only hope. And at that very moment, she realized that she was going to do this and she put her trust in Jesus Christ. And as she lay there, her agony turned into rejoicing. Her sorrow turned into hope because now she's still dying, but now she knows for sure she's on her way to heaven. Well, the Christian lady left and shortly after that, the priest came. And the lady that had been in such agony was now joyful and the priest couldn't understand it. But he said, ma'am, because you're dying, I want you to really make a good uh, confession and make sure it's really, really good. And I'm not against Catholics at all. Okay. From what I'm telling you, I'm just telling you, what does the Bible say? Okay. So he says, you really need to make the confession good. And then I will uh, absolve you of your sin and I will uh, give you the last rites. And the the woman on the bed said, before you do that, Father, could you show me your hand? He said, ma'am, you're near death. We don't have a lot of time. You need to confess your sins to me so I could absolve you and that you can get the last rites. The lady said, Father, respectfully, I need to see your hand. So mostly to humor her, he offered her his hand. And she looked and she says, sir, your hand has no scar. The one who died for me and paid for my sins has scars on his hands. Because Jesus died for you, put your trust in him. It's as if he's holding his nail-scarred hands out to you, and you can hold on to that by faith. You say, well, what if I let go? What if I disappoint the Lord? You know what? We are going to disappoint the Lord in our life after salvation. But you know what? Salvation is eternal. When you drink of that living water, you have eternal life. And you might let go, but he still has you. Isn't that a glorious thing? By the way, that's how the Bible ends 
It says every creature which is in heaven, verse 13 in uh, Revelation 5, and on the earth and under the earth, such as are in the sea and all that are in them, I heard saying blessing and honor and glory and power be unto him that sitteth upon the throne and unto the lamb forever and ever. It's a glorious truth to know that he is there. He has paid for your sins on a cross. And then verse 14, the four beasts said, what did they say? Amen. You know, it's okay to say amen in church. You know what amen means? It means that you agree, not with the pastor, but with God, okay? If, if, if something the pastor says is true in the scripture, it's okay to say amen. It's actually a real encouragement to the preacher. It really is. And there's nothing wrong with it. It's saying amen. What you're saying is it's true. It's true. You are agreeing. And we see amen throughout scripture. We see amen right here. Amen. And the four and 20 elders fell down and worshiped him that liveth forever and ever. The lamb deserves your worship forever and ever. Let's start today. Have you ever received the gift of eternal life? It's free. We all have sin. We've all sinned and come short of the glory of God. The last time I shared this, I was on a cruise ship. And there were more than just our group. We had visitors come to our service. And I said, we all have sin, and this is God. He's perfect. Our sin separates us from him. What are we going to do? The Bible talks a lot about hell. And we talked about heaven today. And we're going to talk about hell in Revelation. It's in there, and it's bad. You don't want to go to hell, but that's the place. That's the destination of sinners. That's what we deserve. That was created for the devil. And if you reject God's love, that's the only place left. You say, I don't want to go there. Well, here's the good news. Jesus, the son of God, came and died and paid for our sins on a cross. And if you'll receive that by faith, you'll have eternal life. And that's available to you or to you or anyone that's listening to my voice right now because the gospel is available to everybody in the world. God loves you. Jesus died for you. If you'll just trust in him, believe in him, you will not perish, but have everlasting life. My friend, that's the greatest news in the entire world. And I hope that you have received that gift. If you haven't, trust the Lord Jesus today. And if you have received it, worship him. Worship him. Stay at the foot of the cross. Remember the nail-scarred hand, the only one that can take away your sins is Jesus. Put your faith in him. And if you have done that, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, Contact us, call us at 1-800-78-GRACE or go to ingraceradio.com and say, hey, today I understood it. I understood the gospel and I put my trust in Jesus. If you have questions about that, we would love to talk to you more. Give us a call, 1-800-78-GRACE. And when you call us, we're going to give you an Armageddon's Dawn prophecy chart for free. 
This will really help you see the panorama of the end times all on one colorful piece of paper, and uh, this will really help you. You can also download it when you go to our website, ingraceradio.com, and there you can uh, print it out or just save it as a digital file and use it as uh, as you want to for personal Bible study, or you might even want to use this for a, uh, a small group, uh, a church Bible study. Uh, some pastors are using it for like uh, Wednesdays or Sunday nights to kind of go through and help uh, explain Bible prophecy. And uh, when you contact us, by the way, I said at the beginning, the program. If your birthday is on February 29th, I'm going to give you all of this for free. The chart, we have a video series, eight-part video series, Armageddon's Dawn filmed in Israel with some great Bible prophecy teachers on there, and our full 43-part audio series, Armageddon's Dawn. All of these resources are available on our website or when you call us. The website, 1-800-78-GRACE, 1-800-78-GRACE, or ingraceradio.com. Again, if your birthday is today, February 29th, you get a free Armageddon's Dawn full package. Call now to Stand With Israel and get your free print. Or when you donate to InGrace, get the video series, Discover Hidden Israel 5. And for those of you giving $150 or more, you will receive an exclusive, limited edition canvas print depicting the rebuilt Third Temple in Jerusalem. Join our mission to celebrate Israel and reach more people with the gospel. Call today at 800-78-GRACE or ingraceradio.com. Thank you for joining us on In Grace Radio with Jim Scudder, Jr. In Grace is a member of the Evangelical Council for Financial Accountability. Our goal is to share the light of Jesus to a darkening world, helping you find hope, gain purpose, and be a light. You can be that light today by joining our mission to spread the gospel around the world. Just call us, 800-78-GRACE, or go online, ingraceradio.com. You can also write to us at InGrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. Tune in tomorrow as we continue to explore God's Word and His world on InGrace Radio. Radio.